Do you hear that? Can you hear that? <laughs> Seriously? You can't hear that? It is so loud. I don't get why. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. Huh? That's because it's in my head. <laughs> the storm. The hurricane. <laughs> it's like in my head. And honestly, I think many of us can't hear it for that reason. It's internal. It's not always external. And we do so much to block out the noise of that storm. Much like when there's a storm outside, if it's a scary thing, you want to turn up the TV and turn up the volume. Anyway, I don't want to get ahead of myself. We want to continue on with uh, the hurricane theme today. I want to finish what we started last week. Riders on the storm. With Wayne's World and the 7-Eleven commercial. Riders on the storm. Into this house we're born. Into this world we're thrown. But it's like the doors said in the song. And these lyrics crack me up. (laughs) There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. (laughs) There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a toad. That's kind of what this internal struggle, this internal storm, this hurricane inside of our mind is. It makes us squirm like a toad. It makes our brain go crazy. And, and then they say, If you give this man a ride, sweet family will die. Killer on the road. And it's so true. This hurricane thing, that maybe just because we don't hear it, doesn't mean it's not a killer and it won't damage some parts inside of us and even the lives around us. Let's talk about that today. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifer? Thanks for joining us today. I wanted to continue on with the hurricane theme because I think it's so important. Like Happy Lifer Sarah told me when she heard our first hurricane concept, uh, and we've done, we've done like, I guess this has turned into a series. I was never planning on it being a series until Happy Lifer Sarah kind of got in my head a little bit. And she's, when she heard the first episode, which was Take Your Time But Hurry, episode 258, I put out on May 3rd of 2021, and she said, this is something that changed my life, changed my world, and it's something that you need to dive deeper into. So this turned into a series, uh, really thanks to Happy Life for Sarah, who also does the 2911 Project, and we've done some things with her in the past. Jeep was one episode we did with her. Uh, we're looking ready to, to launch a new, a new podcast uh, called Hopey Life with her. That's what happens when you 
Project 2911 is all about bringing hope to people, and Happy Life Studio is always about bringing happy to people. So when you put those two together, what do you get? You get the Hopey Life. So uh, we have some things in the process there. She's just a really busy person, and, and so am I for that matter, which takes us to this whole concept of the hurricane. Uh, this will be like the fourth episode. The first one was Take Your Time But Hurry, Happy Life 258. Uh, May 3rd. The second one was Hurricane episode HL 261. It was put out on May 24th. And then last week we did Wayne's World and 7-Eleven, Happy Life 270. And so I want to tag on last week's concept. I never got to the main point. Well, I shouldn't say the main point. There were a lot of main points in there, but there was a point I was driving to and I just ran out of time last week. And so I thought, it's a point all on itself. This point deserves its own podcast. So I figured I would do it this week and continue on. The problem is, like I said last week, not to be a, a broken record here, but this is a new concept for me. First of all, the whole concept of the hurricane is fairly new to me, but I've, I've kind of got more of a handle on that. I've lived through that more in my mind. and But this whole idea of being present uh, that we talked about last week, this is another input that I got from another Happy Life or Happy Life or Dan. And he sent me this podcast called the Entree Leadership Podcast. You take entrepreneurs and leadership and what do you get? You get the Entree Leadership Podcast. It's called Take Control of Your Life and Business with Christy Wright. Christy with a C-H and Wright with a W-R. Put out on July 11th of 2021. 7-11. Yeah, you know it's going to be good if it's put out on 7-11, right? July 11th of 2021. And so I just begin to process this whole, what, what that podcast is all about. We'll put the information in the show notes and it's on YouTube as well as on, on a podcast. But she said that according to a Harvard study, Christy Wright is the she here, that our ability to be present also affects our ability to be happy. That was a mind blower to me. Our ability to be present to live in the now. That was the Wayne's World part of last week. To live in the present affects our ability to be happy. That sounded right to me, but I didn't know why it sounded right to me. <laughs> like I said last week, there are just some things that just sound like there's some depth there. There's some nuggets there. Like uh, I'm sure a miner can look at a landscape and go, there's gold in them there hills. There's gold in them there hills. <laughs> That's kind of what it was like to me. I heard that and I thought, man, there's truth to that, but why is there truth to that? And so I began to ask a lot of people. That's what I do when I come up with a concept. I begin to ask a lot of people that I trust, even people that I don't really know that well. I just begin to ask them their opinion on it. And and as, as they give me their opinion, I'm able to begin to form my opinion because I think out loud. So as we're talking back and forth, I'm developing my thoughts and views on this. And I'm, and I'm realizing that the reason why, because there was gold inside of me. That statement, our ability to be present also affects our ability to be happy, it, it like struck a vein in me, like struck a, a vein of gold like a mine would do. And so it made sense to me, but I didn't know why it made sense until I started digging around in there. And then I realized I had all this stuff inside of me. And so that's where last week's podcast came from. Christy Wright also said, the more present you are, the more happiness you experience. And I just thought, man, if that's true, that we really need to tag on this. 
And I think it's very true. And we talked about it last week's podcast. So maybe you want to go back and listen to that one before you listen to this one, if you haven't listened to that one yet. But we, we talked more in detail about you have to live in the present. You can't live in the past and you can't live in the future. You can think about the future. You can think about the past, but you can't live in there. And I don't want to repeat last week's episode. So just go back. I, I felt like there's a, like I said, a vein of gold that we struck in that last week, even though I hadn't had much time to process it. I was driving to a certain point that I want to tag on today with this whole, our present correlates with our happy. Uh, They go hand in hand, me living in the moment. So like I said, we talked about that for 20 some minutes last week. I don't want to talk about that anymore this week. I just want to go on from that moment of, wait a minute. So being present does affect my happy quotient. And the more present I am, the more happy I can be. At least that's what I got from Christy Wright's Take Control of Your Life and Business episode with Entree Leadership. Here's the part I want to get to. I was driving all that and in the middle of all that, and all those quotes that I gave you were somewhere around the 20-minute mark of the podcast and of the, the video episode. But right in the middle of all that, she made just one little statement that just, like I said last week, hit me like a truth by four. I mean, it was like a two by four across the brain. It was a truth by four. She said just in the middle, she just threw one sentence out and just moved right on. But I couldn't move on from that one sentence. In fact, I kept playing that podcast over and over again, really because of that one sentence and the other two that I just mentioned a minute ago. But the sentence that really hit me The truth by four was this. She says, if we can't be still, then we can't be present. (laughs) If I can't be still, I can't be present. So my happiness is based upon me being able to be present. Or I should say it this way. When I'm present, it affects my happy. The more present in the moment I am, the more I live in the moment, the more that will bring happy to me. But I can't live in the moment. I can't be present unless I am still, according to Christy Wright. And I think she's right. I mean, that's her name, right? Christy Wright is right. <laughs> really, I think that, that, that she's right on here. But like I said, I haven't had a whole lot of time to process this. I just know in my gut it just feels right. And I want to talk about a little bit today or why I think that is right. And we talked about it a lot last week about, you know, not living in the present, not living in the past, not looking at your failures, not looking at, you know, not living in the future, not living in fear of the future, not living in regret or shame of the past, uh, but living in the moment. Oftentimes people don't live in the moment because we don't want to face our present because we have a lot of things going on. It would be a lot like if there's a storm outside. Now my wife loves storms. When we used to live in the Midwest, oh, she loved it because you'd get good thunderstorms out there. we lift up the window, you know, and when I would get nervous about lightning, she would just giggle. She loved going to sleep to lightning and storms. In Seattle, with all the rain we get, we don't get thunderstorms, though. It's rare to get a thunderstorm out here. We rarely ever hear thunder. We rarely ever see lightning. Uh, but in the Midwest, it happened a lot, and my wife loved those storms. But I didn't necessarily love the storms. When my wife isn't around, the window's shut. I got background noise going because I don't need that storm to wake me up. I don't, I don't do as, I don't 
sees storms the same way my wife does. They kind of comfort her where they kind of make me anxious. And I think a lot of times the riders on the storm, we're riding a storm, but we, we don't know it's there because, like I said in the beginning, it's internal. And we don't always see it because we have so much noise. It's like there's a hurricane going on around us. And so what do we do? We turn up the, the radio because we don't want to hear it. Like when there was a thunderstorm in the Midwest, I'd shut the window and I'd turn a fan on because I didn't want to hear the storm. It made me more nervous. And a lot of times we look at our present and we look at the situations, but we're not the only ones out there that have brokenness. We're all broken to some extent. We all have areas that we need help in. That's why we have each other. It works better together as a team. I had happy life for Jane. I was just texting back and forth with her. Like, we don't understand sometimes how it goes or how we can be in need or other people in need. And, and, but when I'm in need, I need somebody else to help me. When you're in need, I, it opens up the door for me to be able to help you out. And there's just something about that teamwork of people helping people. There's also something about the anti-teamwork of people hurting people. There's a lot of anger out there. There's a lot of hurricane going out there. And it's like we've, we've gotten involved in that. And we, we find ourselves attacking others. or what, And there's nothing like when someone cuts you down. I mean, for instance, my son works at, at Mod Pizza. And they had one customer come in the other day and was just negative. But everyone that comes in loves Mod. But there was one person that came in and was just not, they were just not being, I mean, they came in and poured their drink on the floor in front of everybody. And that is the one thing that that affected everybody else that worked at mod was that one person not the dozens and maybe even hundreds they had a huge night that night of all the people that came in and loved their pizza but that one person because there's such power to when we don't work together in the same way there's the opposite there's this incredible synergy and power when we help each other we're all broken and there's so many songs out there today about being broken. There's so many movies out there about being broken. There's so much stuff out there where people are finally admitting it's so great. It's like we're all coming out and saying, hey, I'm broken. I need help. There's nothing wrong with admitting we all need help. No no one is perfect. No one has it all figured out. Those people that act like they got their act together, that's exactly what it is to me. It's an act. (laughs) We are on this world to help each other with that. When God made mankind, he made Adam and says, it's not good for Adam to be alone. I need to make him a helper. And so since then, God has been making humans to help each other out. So there's nothing wrong with admitting that we are weak and we need help. But what we don't want to do Sometimes we want to fight the hurricane. What does a hurricane do? A hurricane stirs everything up. Everything that that normally has its place when a hurricane, when a tornado, when a twister shows up, it takes everything out of its place and now it's flying around in the air. There's nothing stable. You don't know which end is up. It disrupts everything. That's what a hurricane does. All the things that we have settled inside when we allow a hurricane to come inside of us, when, when that storm is inside of us, it it moves everything around and all we see is all this dust kicking up all this water kicking up all this debris flying around us and we're scared for our lives sometimes we don't want to face that storm because we don't like who we are or how we feel and so we don't want to face that storm so what we do is we close the window when we turn the fan on We're fighting a storm with a storm. We're fighting fire with fire. We're fighting noise with noise. We have all this noise going on inside of our head, all these negative thoughts, negative feelings, negative junk voices going on inside of our head that to fight that, we just don't want to be quiet. We want to turn the radio up. We always want to keep something in front of us. It's like we're addicted to data, 
input, like we talked about last week, where we, we want more and more. We just always have that phone going, always have the TV going, always have the, the music going, the radio going, the, the our music player going, always have our headphones on. There's always noise going on, whether it's visual noise or audio noise, whatever. We always have this noise going on because we don't want to face the hurricane, but that's not how all we're doing is adding noise to the noise that's already out there. It's like going out in a hurricane and turning a fan on. <laughs> that's, that's that's kind of what we're doing. We have this storm going on inside of us, and we're turning a fan on thinking we're helping it. <laughs> that's not the answer. The answer is to be still. In the episode I did on hurricane, which I actually took from a, a message that I spoke somewhere, and I talked about how Jesus was in a storm, and everyone was panicking in the boat. They wake him up and say, Jesus, do you care that we're all going to die? I mean, they were scared. These are people that knew storms. They were fishermen. They they grew up on, in storms. And this storm was so bad, it scared them. They thought they were going to die. So they wake him up and Jesus wakes up. And what does he do? He calms the storm. He says, peace, be still. And that's what we've got to learn how to do. We've got to learn how to peace, be still, to tell our storm, be quiet, to turn the fan off, to turn the music off, to turn the TV off, to turn the phone off, to be still and be present. I think that's why God says in Psalms 37, I believe that's where it is. He says, be still and know that I am God. There's two ways that I read that. Number one, he's saying, be still and know I am God. So calm down. I am God. Be still. Know I am God. The second way I view that is I can't know God unless I am still. Be still and then you'll know that I'm God. Either way works for me. (laughs) I hope I explained that well enough. But we need to be still because if we can't be still, then we can't be present. And our ability to, to be present affects our ability to be happy. The more present you are, the more happiness you experience. That's according to a Harvard research study. Now, I wish it was just that easy that we could just stand up and say, be still. Well, in some ways it is that easy. At some point, we got to stand up in our boat, in our storm, stop sleeping in the storm, and stand up and say, wait a minute, stop it. Noise, voices, stop it. Be still. We got to speak to ourselves and say, wait a minute, stop. We need to face the storm, face this brokenness, not just add to it, not turn the fan on in the middle of the hurricane. <laughs> you know, it, it just doesn't work that way. So in some ways, it is as easy as just you finally got to, it starts with saying, wait a minute, I'm going to face the storm. I'm going to be a rider of the storm. I'm not going to ignore the storm. The song is ignorers of the storm. No, it's the riders of the storm. And so at some point, we need to realize we're in a storm and we've got to start by saying, be still, storm, be still. But then there's a process that takes a lot of work to get there. I've been in a, a mental storm myself lately, just, and I don't know why, and I can't seem to quite find a handle on it, but I know I'm trying to do the right things. Some of the things I'm about to share with you, I've been doing to try to help myself in the storm. It's not like all of a sudden the storm just goes away. Now with Jesus, he did, and maybe it will be for some of you just to finally say, wait a minute, that voice of telling me this or telling me that, that voice of shame, that, that voice of regret, that voice of insecurity, Shut up, I'm not listening to you anymore. And for some of you, your storm might stop immediately. Others, it might stop and then continue to come on. Like for me, the pelting of, it's like the rain that just keeps coming in a storm. That You just keep getting hit with the same thoughts over and over again. Well, there's some things that we can do to face those things, not to ignore the storm, but to ride the storm. 
here are a few things that I do that I think that might help you. And there are so many countless ways. Like I said, I am not, a, I'm not, I, this is a, a newer concept to me. So I haven't had years of processing this like I have with a lot of the other stuff that I talk about in the podcast. But there's so much stuff out there that you can look up online. You know, all you have to do is search on how to be still, how to be present, how to slow your life down, how to quiet your life down. There's so much stuff that's out there. And so I'm not a clinical psychologist by any stretch of the, the imagination. I haven't gone to school to do anything like that. So it's not like I'm an expert in this area, but I knew that I do know that we we can't turn a fan on in the tornado. We, we can't just ignore the storm, put our fingers in our ears and say, la, 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 I'm not listening. That, that doesn't help. It's like when we do that, because we don't want to face a storm, it's like putting a Band-Aid over a wound. It's It's not really fixing it, right? It's just ignoring the storm. Here are a few things that I think are ways to help us be still. Go for a walk. When you go for a walk, don't do a speed walk. Slow your roll. Slow your walk. Go for a slow walk. And if you can only handle one block before you start going crazy, that's okay. It's fine. Take baby steps. Just go slow. So if if you can only do these things for a moment in time, then do them for a moment. And keep doing a moment at a time until all of a sudden you can walk a half a mile walk. You know, you could walk around the block eight times before you, <laughs> before, you know. So if you can only walk to the end of your driveway and back being still, then do that. But go for a walk. Go for a slow walk. Breathe. Like we talk about in our episode with uh, Dr. Ty Bradfold, and I'll put that in the show notes as well. Where we talk about the sympathetic versus the parasympathetic. He teaches us how to do breathing exercises. I'm not going to go into all those right now because I've already gone long enough, but just breathe deep and breathe. Say positive things to yourself when you slow yourself down by breathing deep. There's so many breathing exercises out there you can you can check out. So. So check them out. Breathe. Take a nap. And while you're trying to fall asleep, even if you don't fall asleep, just slowing down, laying on the couch, sitting back in your office chair, putting your feet up on the desk, even if you don't fall asleep, just that effort of going to take a nap, that mental picture of kicking back and and while you're doing that breathe breathe deep while you're starting to I do that a lot when I'm laying down to go to sleep or to take a nap, I could, and I tell myself positive things in there. I speak them out whether I believe them or not. I speak them out. It's going to be okay. You don't need to be worried. Go to a park. Go to a lake. Go to one of your favorite places. Go to some quiet place and just be there in that moment. However, I will also say this, that a lot of us, we feel like to be still, we have to go to a still place. Well, that's not going to work for a lot of us. And I've got good news for you. You can be in the middle of the storm and still have a still place. I did a, a video, you can find it on my on our YouTube page, called Elevator, where I talk about that when you're in the middle of a party, in the middle of chaos, in the middle of all this noise, all these people, and you're feeling all these negative thoughts, uh, this, this hurricane is going on inside of you and there's all this noise, noise, noise and all this chaos going around you. You got to create your own elevator because you can find quietness even in the midst of chaos. You can be a rider of the storm as long as you're not an ignorer of the storm. It's okay to, you can find peace in the midst of all the noise. And so I talk about creating your own, like this elevator, like this own special room that you go into for a moment and you calm yourself down, you breathe. And you slow down 
So you don't have to be in a quiet place. You can be in a crazy place because people sometimes are, well, I just wish I could do that, but I just can't find a quiet place. Make a quiet place inside of you. If the hurricane can be inside of you, then a stillness can be inside of you as well. You don't have to go up in the mountains to get that still place. Journal. Write your thoughts down. One one of the best ways is to either talk them out. You can record them into your phone or record them into something or even just speak them out loud or write them down. You can draw pictures to, to kind of how you're feeling. It helps get all that noise, all that hurricane inside of you. It helps to get it out on paper. And here's probably the last that you probably won't like this one, but <laughs> I just think it's so true. And like I said, you can take baby steps, but, and probably some of you are like, why hasn't he said this yet? <laughs> Put your phone away, <laughs> or at least don't pick it up every time you have a moment of nothing. Like Christy Wright said in, in that Entree Leadership podcast, she talked about even in the, you know, you're in the grocery store. And you're waiting to check out. you got a few seconds there, so you pull your phone out. <laughs> try just one time you want to pull the phone out, try saying, no, I'm going to be in the moment right now. I'm going to look around me. I'm going to see what's going on around me. I'm going to breathe. I'm going to think a positive thought. I'm going to speak a positive thought. I'm going to take a walk around the block. I want to pick up my phone so bad right now, so I'm putting it on. I'm going to take a walk around the block. So... Those are just a few ideas of the many thousands of ideas. If you've got any ideas, please feel free to leave them with us. We would love to get those. Like I said, these podcasts have been an inspiration from happy lifers that have done just that. So you can call our Yo Stevo line and leave a message, 425-200-HAYS, 425-200-4297. Or you can email us at podcast at happylife.studio and let us know some ways that you can help us out to be still and then I can share those on our podcast with other people what are some ways that you know to be still that our ability to be present affects our ability to be happy the more present you are the more happiness you experience however to be present we have to be still I hope that helped thanks for listening Remember, life isn't perfect, but it can be happy. Riders on the storm. Steve Ace.